Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. If you'd like to listen to the full episode of the Build Up podcast this week, then you can find us on all good podcast apps by searching the Build Up on Balls.ie. Alright, it's time to get hyped, and we're getting hyped about the League of Ireland season, which is back this Friday night, Friday night football. Sean, like, here we are in like the, the depths of February, things couldn't be less exciting in terms of just launching a sports season, and uh, out of the darkness, out of the fog, out of the ice storm comes uh, the League of Ireland, the Irish football kind of submerged in crisis and on the verge of sort of extinction. Uh, and here comes the lads. Of the, here comes the bows and the, and the shells, and uh, and your boys in St. Pat's here to sort of make us optimistic and make us love Irish football again. The, the great thing about about this is that with the FAI and Irish football plunged into a crisis, what better way to be taken out of the abyss than by a league that's perpetually in crisis? Yeah, we, you know, these guys know what crisis is all about. You want crisis? You don't know. You know nothing about <laughs> crisis. I'm here. I'm sitting here. I got. I'm rubbing my hands together as like I'm the Birdman meme. I'm. This is my weekend. This is my opening weekend. Valentine's Day. I think every significant other has been cast aside, unfortunately, on Friday night, uh, just because your your one true love is back. And can you trick yourself into thinking that the football is going to be good this season? I think. You can't definitely because it's you haven't seen any of it yet. Yeah, you've had four months away from it. I'd say I'd say give it until Monday. Okay. When you see all the highlights on Soccer Republic, and then you'll go, ah, oh, Jesus. Okay. But there is there there are things to get excited about. You know, you look at the end of last season. You look at the the excitement of the FA Cup final and and what happened. Great you game. know, you've got players like Michael Duffy playing for Dundalk. You've got Jack Byrne, Ireland international Jack Byrne. The weasel. Who's probably going to be in the Ireland squad again. You know, the Absolutely. weasel. We love the weasel here. We love the weasel. And you're, he, you're speaking as a Pats fan. You're saying you love the weasel. Uh, he's a brilliant footballer. Now, is he, is he not my cup of tea because he plays for a certain somebody out in Tala? Potentially. Yeah. But, you know, on this podcast, I'm, I'm you know, impartial. Game recognizes game. Big facts, big facts. That's all I can say. But you, you look to him. You look at Danny Mandrew at, at Bowes. Gil Forrester is going to have a big season this year for Pats. Mm. Git, you know, he wasn't himself last season, but towards the end of it, you could see exactly why he's one of the best players in the league. Coupled with that, he's got a new partner in crime in the midfield, but in the name of Robbie Benson. Okay. Pats haven't had a player like Robbie Benson since Johnny Russell. You know. And I still wish Johnny Russell came, but I think he's about 40 now. I still wish he played for Pats. Tell me who... Uh, Dundalk have dominated the uh, the league now for a long time. Yeah, since uh, since 2014. They've, 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 they've ruled the roost. If I was making a, a, a bet on somebody who's going to sort of disrupt that m- monopoly, that stranglehold they have on the league, who who would you be looking at I, as a sort of League of Ireland aficionado? I think I think the only team that can touch them this season is Shamrock Rovers. Okay. I think the only the only team that can come close and 
people were saying that when Rovers ran into kind of 13-point lead at the start of last season, even though Dundalk had games in hand, that it was over. Mm. Certain commentators were saying that it was over, um, which was blatantly false. Uh, Dundalk sort of won the league at a canter last season, but with Rovers and the way that they've recruited, obviously bringing in the likes of uh, Liam Scales at the back, they've automatically improved. I think with him and, and Lee Grace together at the back, that's the best centre-half pairing that the league have and Dundalk have you know an Ireland international in Andy Boyle sure. on their bench yeah. that's how that's how deep they go in defence but I think Rovers are definitely the only team that can that can uh, that can disrupt Dundalk uh, obviously Bowes fin- had a great season last season but I think they're they're just not at that level yeah um, Derry had a great like Derry came out of nowhere to get a European spot last season again they're missing their two sort of talismanic players in uh, Junior and David Parkhouse who haven't come back. So you've got that and you've got Pats who were like sort of way off the pace. They were supposed to be that team to be the yeah. challenge for the top two. Obviously now they have a different manager in, in Stephen O'Donnell. I think they probably will be a bit better and sort of challenge Bowes and Derry for those two European spots. But I don't think, I don't think they're going to touch touch the top two all of the other teams will probably be more concerned with what's going on behind them than what's in front of them like if you look at a rover's odds they're six to five to win the league which i think is that's that's smart i think there's not much value there there's not at all like and dundalk are evens yeah so they're saying they're more or less neck and neck but from what you're saying dundalk are. i I think dundalk i think they they have to be placed on the pedestal of being the best yeah because they they are the best they've won five of the last six or whatever like just mad numbers you know they they've they've been the best. They've been there. They've done it. Rovers, they've gotten over the hump because they've won that FAI Cup and they haven't won it in thirty odd years, thirty thirty two years. Yep. They have that silverware. They know what silverware tastes like, and now they want to go and win the league. The league is the big one. The league is their bread and butter. Uh, obviously, they were supposed to play the Presidents Cup at the weekend. They couldn't mm-hmm. due to due to the stormy weather. Um. That would have been that would have been the perfect kind of litmus test to see. All right, where are Dundalk? Where are Rovers? Because Dundalk have brought in a few a few new bodies as well, bringing in the likes of Cammy Smith from from Scotland, and uh, they're looking further afield. Obviously, uh, they're trying to get international clearance for uh, a lad from Serbia okay. to come in uh, from Novi Sad. But even at that, it's like you, you you don't know because you haven't seen these players and you can't really make assumptions. But you know from watching Michael Duffy you know, Patrick McElhenney, they've lost Jamie McGrath, mm. but they've kept Patrick Hoban. They, they've they signed him to that new contract and there was talk that he was going to go to Rovers because he wasn't going to get the money that he thought yeah. from Dundalk. So I think it's definitely those two. I think, I think you can't look to any other teams to yeah. go and, to go and, uh, to go and get them in. But at the bottom of the table, is where I think there's a bit, bit more oh, okay. of an interest. So this year promoted, we've got Shelburne back in the in with the big boys. So that this is for Dublin uh, fans, people based in Dublin. The, Shelburne being back, I think, is an interesting kind of development. We've You've also got, got Finn Harps is promoted as well. No, Finn no? Harps, Finn Harps uh, remained up. They okay. won their, they won their playoff. Uh, yeah, Shells being back means that there's the de facto big four back. Yeah. In uh, in the Premier Division, obviously. Bows and Bows and Pats never know what it's like to drop down from from the Premier Division, but I won't, you know, I won't, I won't say anything more on that. But uh, yeah, Shells are back. They first their first season back since twenty thirteen, and they have a they have a renewed like sort of rejuvenation. They they're obviously planning on going into Dalymount Park with with Bows, which kind of has split their fan base a bit. But mm. with 
the new directorship of, of David O'Connor as CEO, they've sort of everybody's singing from the same hymn sheet. They've signed the likes of of uh, Gary Deegan's comeback. Uh, obviously, a former Shells player knows what it's like to be at Shells at their height. Mm. Came into that team, obviously, just after they got relegated, but was around in two thousand six when they won the league. He he's come back. Carl Shepard is signed from from Cork. You know that's League of Ireland experience. Obviously, they still have Kieran Kilduff. They've lost Conan Byrne, mm-hmm. but that's that's the kind of invaluable experience that you need. I don't think Shells are going to be in trouble of relegation. And like looking at the odds here on, on Labrooks, they're thirteen to two to finish bottom. Right. Which I I don't think I think that should be higher. I I don't think that they should be like they're you know second favorite to finish bottom. Yeah. Like, Finn Harps are. Obviously, like they're they're the ones that people will be worried about. But I think Finn Harps, they know what it's like to be in in the Premier. They've been in. They survived. Yeah. They they survived last season through the playoff. They they were desperately close a couple of seasons ago. Uh, but by virtue of going from twelve teams down to three, it meant that they got relegated. They have they have that now. Rafa Cataro's come back. He was supposed to retire, but he's after yeah. coming back. You've got the likes of Dave Webster is is playing out for them now. They're losing Mark Timlin. He's a, he's got an ACL injury. He'll be out for the whole season, which is a shame because on his day he has a spark that can sort of uh, you know just generate whatever for them. He can generate a bit of bit of attack and verve. I think that they are rightfully they're down at four to seven. They're definitely yeah. favourites for relegation. But I'd be looking at the likes of Cork. I think okay. Cork only a few seasons removed from. Win the league, yeah, exactly. By thanks to Shawnee McGuire, yeah. You know they nearly lost the league when he left for, yeah, <laughs> for Preston. Yeah. So uh, since John, then it's been a bit. John Caulfield left last season, I believe, right? Yeah, um, and there was a bit of sort of upheaval with they brought in John Carter, his, uh, John Caulfield's assistant, on a permanent basis, and then almost immediately got rid of him to bring in Neil Fenn from yeah. from Longford, and that was a bit of an acrimonious split between Fenn and, and Longford Town. They're taken over by by Dara Doyle. So, I've looked at their sort of... They, obviously, they've lost Carl Shepard, and I think they were right to get rid of rid of Carl Shepard and even the likes of maybe Shane Griffin, who were just kind of... They were there, but they weren't... Um, they weren't going to give them the impetus that they needed to, to try go further up the table. They had a poor season last season, yeah, very poor. poor. Um, and I think they've, they've felt that ever since they lost even Kieran Sadlier. Yeah. Um, that they haven't had that kind of impetus that they needed. Uh, they're. I think I don't think they'll finish bottom, but I think they'll be closer to the relegation zone than they will be to yeah. the European spots. I think there's also that concern with Waterford, uh, but I uh, once Lee Power kind of solidified his position as as chairman again, and that there wasn't that worry about money that there might have might have been beforehand. Signing the likes of uh, Tyreek Wilson should give them. A basis to 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 be better than last season. I don't think they'll they'll challenge for Europe again, but they'll be better. Sligo, Sligo or Sligo. I think they'll just bet in yeah, there. Mid table. Liam Buckley will, will get them playing nice football, uh, but I don't think they'll pull up too many trees. That being said, like it's very condensed. I think it is the top two, and then everybody else, okay. and everybody else can beat everybody else. So if you so you're saying Cork seven to one, sort of an outside chance at going at relegation, good value there. Uh, if, if you want, if you want, if you wanted to put, if you wanted to have a punt on it, I reckon Cork would be your best bet. I don't think there's any point of going towards Shells or Finn Harps. Um, I, 
would say there's no value in in you know who's going to win the league. I think the, the odds for Dundalk and and Rovers are kind of they're pretty much one and the same, and there's no real point mm. uh, of going for them. I would say I would say listen, my 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 bets would be if you're going to do anything, Cork seven to one. Just just try it out and see. But even I wouldn't even recommend it. I don't think there's any there's any real value in in the league. The only value in the league is just sheer entertainment. Yeah, fair that's enough. what we go for. Tell me this as a Pats fan at the sort of beginning of the season. What's the in the darkest the darkest points of winter? What are the sort of away fixtures that get you most excited? Shells away. Okay. Um, like because we've missed them for so long. Shells away is the one that I look to anyway. Uh, I think definitely sort of people who who were you know, around for Pats and Shells duking it out for league titles in the late 90s and the early 2000s. They'll say the same thing. That rivalry is huge. And now that that's coming back, that that sort of breeds a bit of life into into into, into Pats fans. Or at least I'd hope so. Definitely that one. Absolutely. Uh, I haven't looked to see if we have Sligo on a, on a, on a summer's day. Yeah. But if we do, the train out Sligo, there's nothing better in the league. But they, they, they're my two. They're my two. I won't be looking forward to them when we've gone zero for ten and we're down the bottom of the league. Yep. But yep. I have optimism. Shall Slowly. So I'm hyped now for the League of Ireland season. Listen, I, it, can, did you feel my impassioned pleas there? It's great knowledge. Get out, support your local football yeah, team. Exactly. There's nothing better. Support Irish football. Support crisis football. I tell you what, if you're looking for a good crisis... You could do worse than going down to uh, to your local League of Ireland ground on a Friday night. And visit dunlouis.net. They're the leading provider of information, advice, support, and free counselling for anybody with issues with gambling addiction. Sean, that's that's a wrap for us, us this week. Yeah, that's us. I presume we'll be back in tow next week, leading the charge. There be, might be a new government, and uh, maybe the, the I think I think we might just have two completely new presenters that the that the public have never heard before. Really, mm, okay. just to really spice it up. Well, enjoy your uh, League of Ireland weekend. It's great that there's not really not much else going on in sports this weekend, so we can all focus, all of the whole country can sit around their TV and get out to the local football ground and support Irish football. Get out on the Friday, on Saturday. The big one is there. It's, it's Rovers against Bows. It's on the telly, 2 o'clock. Can you believe it? It's going to be fun. Fibsborough's going to be wild. It's a, good, it's a good thing it's on a Saturday, not a Friday. Okay, well, looking forward to it. We'll chat to you all next week. Thanks for your time, and... Uh, uh, well, as Mark would say, mind yourselves. <laughs>